Welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of the company R.A.W.F. In the game we all know as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant joining me. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, muchacho. ¿Cómo está? Ah, I see, I see. It's been a long week. Uh, but, but cheer up. You're here with the vacant one. You know you have good time. We come in, we sit down, we have maybe some tacos, some pervasas. You know, we talk to some, okay, maybe the talk to people is not the great, greatest part. But, you know, other than that, we have good time. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So hopefully you'll cheer me up. And I won't have to overdose on Excedrin tonight. Like I here, you know what? I'll, for one time and one time only. Here, you can come sit on lap. No, 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 no. That's not no, quite no, all okay. right. 
that's quite all right. I'll pass. Uh, I'll pass on that. But thank, thanks anyways. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm here to help. I'm glad that's a one time only. I won't have to hear that ever hear get that. Uh, anyways, <sighs> at anywho, ladies and gentlemen, we are two weeks away from RAWF's sixth anniversary pay per view radiversary. It comes to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, the home of the Hall of Fame, Hall of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, where we will be inducting five new members into the RAWF Hall of Fame. We have the Razor, legendary RAWF GM. We have Redneck Avenger, hell of a competitor here over the years in RAWF. We have John Taylor, the journeyman who has always been consistent, always been a tough nut to crack here in RAWF. Then we have, of course, posthumously, we have Abigail Hain uh, going in. And then Uncle Frank, of course, right now the current World Heavyweight Champion. Those five all going into the RAWF Hall of Fame in two weeks time but there will also be some matches at radiversary and it's going to be a very interesting card the main event will be world heavyweight champion uncle frank defending against the great red dragon uh very interesting matchup to say the least don't you think elvake and uncle frank the monster just winning the title at immortal from paragon of greatness turns around and he has to face the great red dragon uh, compare these two competitors, if you will, for me. Okay, you got the guy who can't talk versus the guy who can't shut up. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't really get much different than these two. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, this is true. Uh, very much true. Yeah, yes, Great Red Dragon, I, I would think, speaks for speaks enough for both of them, uh, to say the least. But Frank, he has his own own way of communicating. And in the ring, that, that way of communicating is to basically tear people to shreds. Uh, His way of communicating is like if I punch you with the left hand, it means hi. And if I punch you with the right hand, it means goodbye. You know, it's... <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. With Uncle Frank, you see, Uncle Frank, you know what you're getting, you're, but, but you're getting it, a lot of it. And but you getting don't it. Want it. It's not something you absolutely want. Great Red Dragon, I would say, more of a technical-based wrestler. Uh, plays maybe more of the slightly more of the mind games and certainly uh, communicates like no other person we've ever seen before here in RAWF. See, I, I, so, I like to think of it, uh, how you say, uh, a, uh, a, a power techni- technician. Like, he is definitely very technical, but he definitely has some, you know, pretty good power moves in his arsenal. But, you know, against someone as big as Frank and, and clearly stronger like Frank, I think he has to rely more on the on the, uh, the mass technicality. And the one thing you the one thing that just might and I just say might because, you know, I don't know how much Uncle Frank hangs his hat on such things, but Frank could be a little bit distracted. Uh, how is he going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? How there's got not going to be much of an acceptance speech if he just goes up there and waves at everybody. Uh, no, but I don't. I mean, I know. I know. I mean, Mexico. We have the, the cartoon with you know, with like the the the, the running bird and uh, the wolf guy who chases him all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he does. He doesn't really speak either. But every time he has to say stuff, he holds up signs that say things. Usually, kind of funny. Um, he could do that. He could, and that would be very amusing, to say the least, if Uncle Frank would take the podium and just hold up cards, uh, you know, saying, I'd like to thank this person, 
and then this person. And uh, I have a feeling he'd need a whole buttload of those cards. So we'll I'd find like out. Chris Farna for making my chainsaw. I'd like to thank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any at anywho, Uncle Frank defending the World of Weight Championship against the Great Red Dragon. More on that in a little bit. <laughs> Platinum Dragon Championship, the Immortal Griffith to defend against Luke Hero for Hire, member of Terror Inc. Uh and that one should be a very interesting, as we've mentioned. Gr- it's it's a different challenger than Griffin might be used to. Uh, someone that comes out of nowhere making a name for himself, and all of a sudden he's going to be taking on Griffin for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Uh, I, you know, with that being said, Griff has been the most dominant Platinum Dragon Champion ever. Uh, he he defends that title like he's defending, um, you know, defending his I don't know what you call it, defending his country, defending his his manhood, whatever you want to call it. But he definitely. Uh, he, what chance does Luke Hero for Hire have to take on, take out the Immortal Griffith for that Platinum Dragon Championship? Uh, you know, I, all right, if we take a side, the, you know, the, the fact that trying to get that belt away from Griff is like trying to take a giant candy cane away from Judgment. Um, you know, like, if you take that out of the equation, you know, I, I think it's an interesting matchup because you have, you have this, this guy, Luke, you know, he's just come in. You know, he's, he's proven, you know, that he can talk the talk, and he's kind of proven that he can walk the walk, too, you know? Like, he, he comes in, he does the stuff, you know, and, 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 and he's part of this new group with the, the uh, Scary Ink or something, I don't know. But, you know, they come in, you know, and they're just beating up people left, right, and center, and they're attacking everybody, so, you know, the, the ego man has to pay attention to that. He, you know, you know, it's not just going to be the two of them, you know, they're going to, they're all going to be at ringside, so he has to pay attention to that, and I know... You know, from history, I can pretty much tell you, you know, Ego Man is not going to bring anyone to his ringside. That doesn't mean no one will show up. It just he won't bring them. Um, so I don't know. It is, you know, there's a lot of things at play here. It will certainly be an interesting matchup. Griffith taking on Luke Hero for hire. Luke getting a first first major title shot here in RAWF. National title will be on the line. We now know Pennywise will defend that against RAWF Hall of Famer Killed Neptune. Uh, so Pennywise is also a member of Terror Inc. Taking on Killer Neptune, a member of the Opaque Brotherhood. Uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder if we're going to see a rivalry between these two going on. But Terror Inc. Of course, uh, their ranks seem to be swelling every week. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, but of course, the Opaque Brotherhood has stood steady at four members since their inception here in RIWF. So I mean, but. There are other people also stepping up to Terror Inc., so it wouldn't be like the Opaque Brotherhood would have to go it alone against this group. We'll find out. Uh, we do not know yet who the Paragon of Greatness will defend the men's title against. I'll get to that update in just a little bit. I do know who Davila will defend the estrogen title against. She oh, yeah. won, Davila herself won the Biatch of the Month tournament this month. Uh-oh. So, being that. She gets a victim. She got to choose her own victim out of anyone who competed in the Estro- in the Biatch of the Month tournament. She chose a fellow RAWF Hall of Famer in Bubs. So it will be Davila versus Bubs for the Estrogen title at Radiversary. Uh, Fubar City Championship, Uncle Frank to defend against Double O Buckshot. Uh, Buckshot, the reigning Saturday night champion. He's looking to get himself a second belt, but he's taking on Uncle Frank. Uh, a man who has held on to that Food Varsity Championship 
and has been terrorizing everybody in their food in food bar city street matches. I, 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 I have, I have to say Buckshot probably has less, I, no offense, Buck, but I, I don't like your odds against Uncle Frank in Fubar City, but we'll see. Uh, we Look, will I don't see. like, I don't like Godzilla's odds against Uncle Frank in Fubar City. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, so good, Buckshot definitely has himself a tall task at Radiversary. Midnight Hobo Championship uh, now. There is currently, right now, an ongoing match for the Midnight Hobo Championship between Mithras and Money Sue. Uh, that match is still underway. We do not know who will be Midnight Hobo Champion for 100% sure at Radiversary. It could be Mithras. It could be Money Sue. But whoever wins that match will face Uber Vegan TPO at Radiversary for that Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, and and right now that match belongs. And looking at that match, it, it, it's it's anybody's guess who's going to walk out. Right now it's a very close match. Triple Crown Championship. We're going to have an update on that in just a minute. Right now we have no Triple Crown Champion as uh, the as the person who was holding the Triple Crown Championship decided to take a leave of absence from RAWF, vacating the title. Uh, I can tell you. So it is now vacant. There'll be three people fighting for it. At Radiversary, those two of them are Alistair Fiend and John Taylor, soon to be Hall of Famer John Taylor and Alistair Fiend. The third, we'll, I'll, I'll explain to that explain that to you all in just a few minutes. Multimedia Championship will be on the line. Paragon of Greatness to defend against Revy Gibson. Killing Neptune to defend the Powerball Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. This is like the third or fourth time in the last few months that these two have gone at it for the Powerball Championship. Uh, and Champions Choice Championship, simply the best, got to choose his own opponent. He could choose his own opponent and his own steps, of course, being the Champions Choice Champion. He also went after an R- chose an RAWF Hall of Famer in Money Sue, uh, but the stipulations there will be attack moves only. So uh, STB to defend the Champions Choice Championship against Money Sue, and that was STB's choice, simply the best. Also, this one just in a little while ago, Cassie Joe to take on Bubs in a cat fight. And, of course, Cassie Joe, the newest member of Terror Inc., that group now up to nine total members. Uh, kind, kind of growing there, Terror Inc., kind of interesting. We'll, we'll talk more about them here in just a little bit. So... That is what we've got for Radiversary, ladies and gentlemen, along with the Hall of Fame inductions. All right, now time to go to event updates here in RAWF. And I'm going to start with, let's see here. There it is, the Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That one started, kicked off back at Immortal. It is currently in round three. Let's take a look at this bracket and see if I can. Oof. All right, so we're down to two pages. That's good. We're in round three. Having moved on to round four are the following people. Uh, Big Papa, Davila, Bad Karma, the the Mancunian Maniac, the King of Devils, or the KODBDs. Killa Neptune has made it to round four. Uh, Strangleheart has made it to round four. Arnold has made it to round four. The Paragon of Greatness, 
is running around for us. Simply the best, uh, old dirty bastard flex turtup is made it to round four. Uh, Virginia Washington has also advanced. You have the Punisher, Uncle Frank, S.G. Gibson, War Dog Alpha, Sweet Heaven Slasher, Mick Devilson, Mordron Nightwalker, Money Sue, and Invincible A. They have all made it into round four. Still several matchups left before we go into round four officially. But uh, that is right now the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament where it stands. Next up is the Arsehole of the Month. We already, we already told you who won the Biatch of the Month, but right now the Arsehole of the Month is in the quarterfinals. You have Knox Boogie taking on Redneck Avenger, the Green Tiger taking on Luke Hero for Hire, Teflon Sheik taking on Kenta, and having already advanced to the semifinals is Little Shite. So that is your Arsehole of the Month report. All right, so with that being said, it is now time to get a, give you some other event reports. This coming from the lovely Raven, the Enchanted, who could not be here tonight, but she managed to let me in on what's been going on in her, uh, her events. First of all, in 32 to 1, uh, week 3 is waiting to be done when she can figure out how to do it. Uh, apparently some people leave going and coming and going have uh, screwed things up for her, but she'll figure it out. We'll, we'll work it out tomorrow if I have to. Uh, Tags week four has been posted. Only three teams on three wins so far and very low on points for most teams because of lack of talking in matches and promos. Uh, so she's, she Ravens get a little grumpy that y'all aren't, aren't all talking and promoing, uh, in the tag team scene. So might want to step it up because a grumpy Raven is not a fun Raven. I'm just saying uh, grand slam baseball week four has been made results next week. Only two fighters right now on three wins. So that is what she's, what she gave to me earlier. Let's now talk to our high voltage GM. She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Hello, L.A. How are you tonight? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. So what do we have going in the High Voltage Invitational right now? Well, we finally got our eight competitors. The final tournament ended last night. I started the first round of matches today. And I will do the last set of matches starting Tuesday. 
All right. And so who are our eight competitors? We have Claymore, Luke Hero for Hire, Redneck Avenger, Paragon of Greatness, Viper Unholy, Hot Cheese, Killer Neptune, and Nightcrawler. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting indeed. A uh, little bit of everything in there. Uh, certainly. And Hot Cheese finally making some noise. Good to see her uh, getting some due. Maybe she. Maybe she might pull the upset. To, but it's a tough road to hoe. I heard a, quite a few tough names there. Um, but should be very interesting. Got a prediction? Who you think might walk out of this one? No, I, I, not at this time. Probably next week I'll have more of a handle on it. Uh, I know Luke for Hire did really well last season, so I'm waiting to see what he'll do this time. He really brought his trash talk last time. All right. Well, it will be very him interesting. And Redneck. I, I the think winner of one of those two. Him or you're, you're okay. I, I, I could I could see that. I could see that. Uh certainly Luke has been uh definitely making a lot of noise and he will try to be making a lot of noise that radiversary if he takes when he takes on Griffith for the Platinum Dragon Championship. But uh so thank you very much, Coogs. Uh, anything else you wanted to add to the report? No, that'll do it for now. All right. Thank you very much. And then finally, we turn to our last uh, GM on the call here the gaunt- of the ultimate gauntlet. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bread to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the fall and keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness, our ultimate gauntlet GM. Paragon, what's the gauntlet report tonight? You know, there are a few matches that have finished. Uh, as we were last left off, we had just started this brand new season, and it started off fast and furious, as it usually does, with a Wolf River Wildfire defeating Tigress. However, his run was stopped at one as he was defeated by Strangleheart. Strangleheart went on to defeat BD2. He also went on to defeat Revy Gibson. However, Strangleheart's run ended at three as Alistair Fiend defeated him. But Alistair Fiend turned around and immediately lost his first challenge match to Mark Caliber, who is currently facing Terror Inc.'s own Damia. All right. Thank you very much, Paragon. Of course, you have to run through five five consecutive competitors to get an Ultimate Gauntlet title shot. Um, last person to do that was Coogs. Uh, it was a very tough run, if I remember correctly, for Coogs. Unfortunately, she was unable to capture the Gauntlet title from Killa Neptune. So, at anywho. 
winner. If you can win five consecutive, you get to def take on Killer Neptune for the ultimate gauntlet title. All right. So thank you very much, Paragon. It is now time, ladies and gentlemen, for RAWF rankings. These are the first five of the 12 matches of the current rankings period. Uh, so this is a little less than halfway through. It is very early, so it's, this should only be taken with a grain of salt. But at the same time, there's some names on there that you don't normally see. At number 25, it, all right, who's got the echo? I have, all right, that's better. Here we go. At number 25, we have TC the Finisher. Uh, I believe that might be the first time I've ever mentioned his name in the RAWF rankings, so congratulations, TC. I believe that's how it's pronounced, T-C, T-I-E-T-S-I, T-C, the finisher. Uh, See, it's type of fly. Oh, okay, awesome, T-C, sorry, I guess it was, yeah, okay, that works. Uh, number 24, soon-to-be R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, the Redneck Avenger. At number 23, former World Heavyweight Champion, Knox Boogie. At number 22, reigning Platinum Dragon Champion, the Immortal Griffith. At number 21, The Great Red Dragon. At number 20 is Beast. At number 19, soon-to-be R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, John Taylor. At number 18, Fajina Muscles. At number 17, the reigning Saturday Night Champion, Double O Buckshot. At number 16, reigning Extreme Challenge Champion, Revy Gibson. At number 15, first time we've ever named him, here on R.A.W. After Hours, at least in the rankings, he is Wolf River Fire. I'm sorry, actually, Coogs just mentioned him a little while ago. But Wolf River Fire comes in at number 15. At number 14, Tigress. At number 13, Damia, the mistress of Damia. Damia, Damia or Damia, Paragon? You said Damia, didn't you? When you announced her name earlier. Anywho, I'll go with Damia, mistress of pain. At number 12, Alistair Fiend, your reigning White Lightning champion. At number 11, your World and Fubar City champion, Uncle Frank. At number 10, Luke Hero for Hire. At number 9, Duke Straightface, uh, running through his first five opponents uh, to get himself to number 9 early in the rankings. At number 8, one of our, an old-time favorite in Kongzilla the Clown, he currently is on a tear as well. At number seven is Peanut. At number six, the Teflon Sheik. <clears throat> At number five, reigning Grand Slam champion, Grand Slam baseball champion, Hobo Ezekiel. At number four, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, Money Sue. At number three, also an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, he's also your Powerball and Ultimate Gauntlet champion. He is Killing Neptune. At number two, reigning national champion Pennywise. And at number one, he is your reigning men's and multimedia champion. He is the paragon of greatness. Now, again, very early. Still very, very early. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, very interesting. We see a lot. We, of course, as always, see the Opaque Brotherhood, all four members somewhere on that list. But now we're seeing a lot of uh, Terror Inc. in there as well mixed in. You got a Two, four, six, uh, thirteen—you know, quite a few of them in there as well. So interesting to say the least. 
Uh, all right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, those are your REWF rankings early in the period, five out of 12, 12 rankings matches. All right. So, I mentioned earlier that the Triple Crown Championship right now is vacated. Uh, the, the owner, the person who was holding that title left RAWF. So, with it, after a meeting with the championship committee, it was decided that the two people who lost the Triple Crown contender matches a couple weeks ago on Superstars would face off tomorrow on Superstars to see who will be the third member of that match with John Taylor and Alistair Fiend. The two people in question are Luigi Mario versus Hobo Ezekiel tomorrow on Superstars. The winner of that match will be placed into the Triple Crown Championship against Alistair Fiend and John Taylor. So that is uh, that is your update on the Triple Crown Championship. That will be your main event match. Also tomorrow on Superstars Live from Cincinnati, I might add. Uh, we will be in Cincinnati tomorrow for Superstars, the U.S. Bank Arena. Uh, Superstars Championship will be a, a on the line as the new champion ghost takes on a member of terror terror inc and damia the mistress of the dark so tomorrow that it will be ghost versus damia for the superstars title luigi mario versus hobo ezekiel for a slot in the triple crown championship at radiversary all right wow with that being said whoo <sighs> Where to go first? Well, I think it's only I think it's only fair if we talk to the man who will be in the main event at Radiversary. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. He needs no introduction. Caller, you are on the air. Go! Good evening, you pansies. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the great Red Dragon. How you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? Elvacant, how does he do that? I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out. Uh, At anywho, Dragon, welcome to After Hours, sir. We are two weeks away from what I, I would think. And I would think, what I, if it was me, I'd consider the biggest match of my entire career taking on Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship at Radiversary. Uh, I mean, I would assume you consider well, it the biggest match of your career. I do, but I'm the one in the match, not you, unless there's some stipulation that you're about to throw out on me that's going to you know, make it a three-way dance between Uncle Frank, yourself, and me. No, no, we don't do that. We don't do that here in our AWF once a match is set. Well, you're confusing me because that's the way you you worded it. And I was like, I'm very, throw that against my friend here. Come on. I said if it was me in the match, if it was me challenging Uncle Frank, I'd consider, okay, but I'm not. You are. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so glad that I get to be in the main event by myself with Uncle Frank in the biggest match that is on the card. I can actually say that for once and actually meet it. And nobody go, well, no, he's uh, he's overselling it. But no, I am. Oh, my gosh. My first anniversary, the biggest pay-per-view 
in RAWF history. Six years running now. Did you know that? Did you know that? I I, I, I was I was aware. Yes, thanks. <clears throat> oh well, I'm so glad you're aware of that. Thank goodness. Oh man, I'm already got my tickets. Uh, you know, for some special special fans. How you doing? And uh, I can't wait to be close to home. And uh, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna basically be a home pay per view for me. So you know, it's gonna come my way, folks. You're already uh, looking at the new what? I didn't realize you were from Cleveland. No, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. It's just down the street. I mean, come on. It's basically a homecoming for me. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I can't wait. You know what that um, means, folks. Um, you know what it means. means. I mean, I, look, I, I, I'm from Mexico. I, you're, you're, you, know, you have a very large country. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I think I know your map. They're not very close, are they? Well, I mean, they're like an entire state away, but, you know. About 200 miles away, if that. That's basically backdoor material. How you doing, ladies? I mean, he's right. It's not like it's the entire country. It's like three or four states away. There's only, you know, he only has to cross the Ohio yeah, River and miles. traverse the entire, entire state of Ohio. But, uh, well, yeah. you okay. got to go through freaking, well, you got, oh, if you take the northerly path, yeah. But if you go through the west to the east, you know, you got to go through Newport and Cincinnati and, I don't know anybody that wants right. to go to okay. Newport because, well, yeah. you know, every, sure. every well, we'll hole we'll is go- on the corner. We'll, 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 thank you for the Google Map session, but uh, let's get back to the match, shall we? Uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> let's let's talk let's talk about this because we El Vacan and I were talking about it earlier, and we're talking about the contrast between the two styles between you and Uncle Frank. How Uncle Frank he doesn't talk much talk much well not at all. Um, but he lets his he lets what he does at the ring do the talking for him. Uh, you're more of a vocal person, but you're more a, I would say like a, a technician. How is that? How are you going to be? How are you going to be able to handle the oncoming train that is Uncle Frank? Well, I don't know about a train, but maybe I could get Hobo to come out. Hold up! Oh God, I almost made myself sick. I can maybe get Hobo to work with that train a little bit. I'm sure he's got a whole box of tools that I can use against Uncle Frank. I mean, I've got a screwdriver. I've got a sledgehammer. I've got a baseball bat. I've got a checkbook that is insanely hard to balance. Let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. But You know, when I was calling look- Uncle Uncle Frank a train, I meant it as a... As oh, my God. If you're going to bring Hobo, are you sneaking around and bringing Hobo into this match? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to sense. Yes, that's what it that, that, that's uh, what I'm always getting, No, no, no. Here's the reasoning. I always somehow get screwed out of the big matches and the big titles. You know, something always happens. Something always goes wrong. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm on edge a little bit about it. Well, not on edge, you know. I don't float that way. I mean, I do for the right amount of money. <laughs> I'll be screaming in the corner. But I just say it. I always get screwed out of it. But, you know, you made this pay-per-view in basically in the backyard of me. It's, I got home field advantage here. I am going to walk out with the RAWF heavyweight world champion. Finally, gold around my waist, my first big title 
here in RAWF. And I can't thank you enough for putting me right in the middle of the match. Home field advantage. Oh, it's every booker's dream. Woo! Okay, Dragon, I, I, I must say, I've never heard you so... I want to say passionate, uh, excited. Uh, I am excited. I mean, finally, the years of work have paid off, and you've got me at home field advantage. Woo! Maybe losing all these matches, you know, against great competitors these last few months, and especially against Griff, uh, who was an amazing competitor. And, uh, you know, maybe it's, it's finally worth it. Maybe it all pans out for a reason, and... Finally, I'm going to get some redemption. Well, redeem myself as a true force in R.A.W.F. and put all these pansies, qualms, and everything in the past when I beat Uncle Frank squarely in the center of the mat, of the square circle on the mat. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm going to win. Alrighty. Wow. Uh, definitely a animated Great Red Dragon, ladies and gentlemen, and we're still two weeks out. I, I'm scared to what we're going to be seeing the next couple of weeks from the Great Red Dragon if he's this excited when we still have two weeks left to go. Dragon, uh, I take it my you, helicopter. I'm that happy right now. You might, <clears throat> you, you might want to pace I, yourself. I'm no just helicopters. Saying. No, no, you keep your pants on. Ladies, I want to see a helicopter. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, the Great Red Dragon is very much looking forward to his match against Uncle Frank. You can tell. Biggest match of his career at Radiversary against Uncle Frank. World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Dragon. um, Yeah. Wow. All righty. That was a very animated Great Red Dragon, El Vacant. what what did you get out of that interview? Yeah, other than the headache. Um, you know, he's, he's very happy. You know, apparently he thinks you know 200 miles is his backyard. He has apparently a very large yard. Um, you know, but you know, go him. You know, sometimes you have these big sprawling ranches. I blame him. But you know, look, you know, he's very happy. He's excited. He's got the biggest match and the biggest event of the year. You know, he has every right to to be excited. Maybe he needs to lay up the cocaine a little bit, but you know. Ah, well, yeah. As I said, he needs. I think he needs to pace himself because we don't want him burning out before he hits anniversary. But he's gonna do what he's gonna do. And uh, he is the great Red Dragon, ladies and gentlemen. And he's certainly very excited about his opportunity in a couple of weeks' time. All right. With that being said, it is now time uh, to talk to uh, the Platinum Dragon Champion, who will be defending his title at Radiversary against a member of Terror, Inc. He is Luke Hero for Hire, but our caller, our guest this evening is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious.
I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith now joining us. Good evening, Griffith. Good evening, sir. And how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, coming down from that emotional interview I just did with the Great Red Dragon, you seem a lot calmer than he is. But of course, you've been through this many many times before, getting ready for a title defense of the Platinum Dragon Championship. Uh, this time it is a member of Terror Inc. and we'll get to Terror Inc. in just a moment. It's Luke Hero for hire. Uh, not a very familiar opponent, but. I mean, we're talking about the Platinum Dragon Championship, which you seem to cover, which you seem to hold on to with an iron fist. What will this match be any different at all than any of your past defenses? Well, yes, in in one very specific way. I'll be embarrassing the fuck out of someone new. And and you very well could. There's no doubt about it. I think Luke has definitely got his handful at Radiversary. Um But I mean, he, he uh, after last week's show, after last week's show, uh, he 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 decided to go go on air and cut a little this little promo, you know. And he did something he really shouldn't have done. He he already had he already had my attention. Terror Inc. already like I you know I like I said last week I see them now and and they they really didn't want that. But see now. Not on top, on top of that, he he disrespected me, and you know how I feel about that. I do. I know how you feel about people disrespecting you. And oh, and, and speaking about that, um, I, I have a request for this week's card. Oh. It, it, someone out in the out in the green room was just kind of you know, running his mouth and flapping his gums, talking about how Frank is way more dangerous than me. You know, re, re, you know, neglecting the fact that I have beaten Frank countless times. So, Luigi, if I'm not such a threat, how about you get in the ring with me and you find out just how dangerous I am? Ooh. Well, to be fair, Luigi already does ha- has already spoken for tomorrow on Superstars, but there is a Superstars next week that he's not signed up for. Would you be willing to face him next week on Superstars rather than tomorrow? I will face him Superstars. I will face him on Tuesday's <clears throat> show. I will face him in the backyard if I have to. All right. We'll make that match for next Superstars next week. Uh, which will come from Columbus, Ohio, at the Nationwide Arena. But I'll write that down right now. <clears throat> Wait for him to make his little notes. Yep, sorry. I, yeah. All right, there we go. You're not, we're not laughing at her or anything, it's okay. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. At any rate, let's get back to Luke here for a second, though. Uh, Luke, of course, a member of Terror, Inc., Terror, Inc., wanting, want, they want to be the next big thing in R.A.W.F. They want to be what what the Opaque Brotherhood basically is, uh, you know, the R.A.W.F. They want to hold all the titles, they want to have all the accolades. And, I mean, there's a little bit of extra incentive for them to grab that Platinum Dragon Championship. It would certainly be a huge feather in their cap and make a huge statement were, but for some reason, Luke Hero for hire to beat you. Uh, I mean, your thoughts on that possibly happening? Uh, look, 
of course it would be a feather. It would be a feather in anyone's cap if they managed to take this belt from me. It's, I mean, the two primary things that anyone sh- who's trying to prove something in this company should be looking to do is take either my belt or taking Mithras's belt. You do either of those two things, and you have set your name in stone in this company. So, of course, I have a target on my back. And, of course, that target's being looked at by these wannabe ruffians. You know, they, they, they come in, and they try and make a big name for themselves, and they start recruiting all of these wannabes and, and cast-offs and, and, you know, people who have never quite found their place or, or gotten their stride, and they figure maybe as a group they can fix that. You know, but here's the problem. When you build a team of losers, all you will do is lose. We have seen it time and again here in the RAWF, and you are nothing more than the same flash in the pan that every other group has been. And if I have to take you down one by one single-handedly, I've done it before. And I mean, let, let's let's face it; they've been cr- recruited quite quite. They've recruited quite a bit. They're up to nine members, but two of those members. Uh, Three of them, really. Uh, one of them already had an R.A.W.F. title in, in Pennywise. Uh, Money Sue, which I'm still shocked that he, of all people, would join a big group like that, uh, has already made a name for himself in R.A.W.F. And then, of course, Cassie Joe, who has been a mainstay here in the company for a long, long time. Uh, she can give them the ins and outs. But they've kind of had to recruit within R.A.W.F. Uh, they haven't been able to bring in anybody from outside. Does that say anything? about what Terror Inc. is going to have to do to make a name for themselves? So uh, I, I, let me just kind of address something you said there. I will I admit, when, when, I, when they announced that Cassie Joe joined, I, I was actually shocked. I actually had respect for her. You know, she's always stood on her own two feet and made a good name for herself. I don't know what she's thinking joining with this pack. I don't know what she thinks she's going to get about this. You know, even right now, she's out there running her little flappy mouth you know, acting just like they do, you know, trying to say, oh, yeah, like Kindred was a flash in the pan, too. Uh, honey, Kindred's still here. We're just quiet because we don't need to run our mouths to gain attention. We don't need to be going out and running out to the ring and beating up people and gang tactics because we're good enough to not bother. So if you want to join the little, you know, fun time play group over here that wants to be scary, scary death, death, you feel free. But remember that what you sign yourself up for will pay itself in dividends. And in this case, those dividends are pain. The Immortal Griffith will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against a member of Terror Inc. at Radiversary, Luke Hero for Hire. Good luck, Griff. Uh, I'm sure you will I'm sure you will perform as you always do. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick song break. When we return, we have plenty of people left to talk to, uh, including Paragon, the Cougar, uh, Luigi Mario is in the house, and possibly a surprise in the making as well. Someone returning to the air after a little while of uh, hiding out wherever he's been hiding. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry Chicas, I am here to talk to you about my own personal charity. We here at El Vacant Enterprises support the rescue and adoption of donkey show donkeys. That's right. The retired donkey show donkeys in Tijuana have a horrible, horrible life. And unless you donate today, we cannot rescue them and put them up in Elf Lady's barn. So, if you would like to make a donation, you can call me or send a check to Shit, where, where are we sending the check? I don't know. Ask the blonde man. Okay, blonde man, where are we sending the check? Ah, never mind. Uh, make the check payable to L Vacant at 111 uh, Freedom Road, uh, Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, uh, and uh, I'll make sure it gets to the donkeys. Okay? Okay. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is R.A.W. Factor Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We've got a lot of activity out in the chat. I'd like to thank everyone for showing up tonight. Some people we don't normally see, Teflon Sheik out there uh, making some noise, along with Hobo, Buckshot, uh, and, and, and Cassie Joe, and a bunch of others. So I uh, can see you're all having fun. At least I hope you are. All right, so with that being said, oh, vacant, it's time to bring on our next caller. He's got a big night at Radiversary, not not a big shock uh, that he will be defending two titles and challenging for one. He, he tends to do that. He is the Paragon of Greatness now joining us. Good evening, Paragon. Uh, good evening, LA. I, I don't know if you know this, but there's a there's an army of um, hobo Ezekiel's homeless friends outside. They're looking for the free crack giveaway. I told them that the Great Red Dragon might be able to help them out. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for that, Paragon. Because yeah, obviously, uh, definitely Dragon. Something something was. Uh, I don't know if he's taking anything or smoking something, but he's certainly getting himself worked up for Radiversary. <clears throat> However, you, sir. As you normally do on pay-per-view, have a boatload of matches. Of course, defending the men's championship against an opponent still to be determined. Uh, you will also be uh, defending the multimedia championship against Revy Gibson. And 
for like I think this is the third or fourth time in the last five months that you and your brother Killa Neptune will be facing off for the Powerball Championship on pay-per-view after you won the the Powerball Tournament. So let's start with Revy Gibson, a very tough competitor. She is starting to come uh, come in, into her own and get her groove on here in RAWF, already winning her first title, uh, the Extreme Challenge Championship. Now she's got her sights set on the multimedia title that you have held for quite a while now. Uh, Revy, definitely a tough competitor. What would you, if Revy was here, what would you say to her? Um, you know, first and foremost, I would wish her good luck because, you know, I'm a classy gentleman like that. Uh, also, I would, I would tell her that she can't expect the same paragon of greatness that she actually faces on a regular basis because there's a big difference uh, between paragon of greatness in the gym, doing his daily matches, you know, testing out new varieties of maneuvers and, the, you know, trying to figure out how to be a more, more effective performer and paragon of greatness when he is in an RAWF ring with the bright lights on performing a sanctioned company matchup. These are two wildly different performers. And I think that the one piece of advice I can give to Revy Gibson, and I'm not afraid to say this, it's no secret. uh, My one piece of advice I can give to her is that she needs to go into this match and realize that I'm not going to be the same performer that she sees on a regular basis in training. I am for the better part of two years now have been, you know, the franchise player here in RAWF. And I think that if she expects to be, you know, any random Tuesday competitor, she's going to have a very bad time. Well, we will find out. Revy Gibson to challenge you for the multimedia title. Uh, now let's talk about the Powerball Championship. Killa Neptune, uh, you and Killa, I mean, you you and Killa on pay-per-view is starting to almost catch up to the amount of times you faced Griff on pay-per-view, if this keeps up. Uh, your thoughts on facing your brother once again for the Powerball Championship? You know, it's funny. I don't, I don't know how many people remember that far back and all of the, all of the history that has come since then, you know, even pre opaque brotherhood being an official faction here in RAWF, Killa Neptune made his debut in this company by interfering in a superstars championship match between myself and the immortal Griffith. Ironically, uh, he, he cost me that match and he went on to have a lengthy feud with me, for the following few months, uh, you know, Killa always is, has a flair for the dramatic. He likes to find ways to put the spotlight on himself. He knows he knows the right people to pick fights with to get himself noticed, and that's kind of the thing about Killa. He's he's a very smart competitor, and that might be my downfall in this matchup. And and I I can't necessarily say that I'm going to win this matchup. I do tend to win more often than. Killa does when we face off against each other, but that tide is, and I, I do not intend this pun, but that tide is turning as of late. You know, Killa has been picking up a lot of wins against me, notably defeating me for the Platinum Dragon Championship just a few months ago. Well, at this point, a while ago, but he did defeat me for the Platinum Dragon Championship in one of our most recent matchups. It's going to boil down to motivation. 
Attila is a great guy, but he is he's also self-motivated. He always has been. He's a driven guy. He always wants to do everything for himself. You know, this Powerball championship, the, the big stacks of money that come with that. He's able to, you know, in, increase his profile, increase his wealth, able to do do things that he would otherwise not be able to do. And myself, when I'm going into a match for the Platinum, or not the Platinum Dragon, the Powerball Championship, you know, when I, I'm looking at the, the, this title is basically about the money. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a very charitable kind of guy. I, if I'm, if I'm winning this money, very little, if none of it, is going to actually go into my own pocket. So when I'm wrestling this match, I'm not wrestling for Paragon of Greatness. I'm wrestling for all of the disadvantaged people around the world that I would be able to help with this kind of money. You know, I've, I'm, I've been, I've existed since, you know, the dawn of time. I've clearly not somebody who is want for wealth. I don't need it. It's, it's about the people. And that's kind of always been the story for me and not just R.A.W.F., but in the wrestling world as a whole, I, I'm about the people. I'm a man of the people and what I do is rarely for me. It is for everyone that is watching, everyone that, you know, is cheering for me and everybody that has hope. And so when I go into a Powerball championship, I'm, I'm looking at that belt and what I'm seeing is homes for children that don't have homes, food for people that don't have food. Maybe I can get Hobo Ezekiel both because, you know, he's clearly needing. Um, and I think that that will be the difference in the match, motivation. All right. <clears throat> well, again, we do not know who you'll be defending the men's championship against at Radiversary. Uh We had some names thrown out there, but we'll see. Uh, we will find out here, hopefully, in the next week, hopefully by Radiversary itself, who you'll be defending the title against. So good luck to you in all three matches, Paragon. Now let's turn. I, I, because you are the because you are basically the the de facto default uh, Opic Brotherhood. Opic Brotherhood representative here on air tonight. Uh, let's talk about Uncle Frank, the reigning world heavyweight champion. Uh, first of all, he's going into the Hall of Fame on Hall of Fame on the same night he'll be defending that title against the Great Red Dragon. Oh, I mean, this is something Frank Frank spent so much energy and time over the last year and a half trying to win that world heavyweight championship. Now that he finally has it, uh, and on the same night he'll be inducted in the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. What is his thought process, and will he be distracted at all by being in, by, induct, by the induction ceremony uh, against the Great Red Dragon? Yeah, I, I frequently say this, and it rings true here, too. It's, it's always hard to tell with Uncle Frank. But the fact is, over the last couple of months, particularly leading into Radiver, well, uh, to Immortal and now Radiversary, as well as the entire build-up and this Hall of Fame announcement, Uncle Frank has been a different beast than usual. That you've seen this in the ring every week. I think that in a lot of ways he's feeding off of these people that have been cheering for him, and he's found this acceptance that he he never really thought that he'd had outside of the Opaque Brotherhood. You know. He, he, he looks around and he sees people that aren't terrified of him, that don't reject him. And I think that that kind of emotion could be his downfall and could make him even stronger than he ever was. I think only time can tell. Is a motivated Uncle Frank somebody that now has something to lose? 
or as a motivated Uncle Frank, the key to unlocking a potential hidden power that we never knew. Uh, but if we're talking about something like the Great Red Dragon, for example, this is a cerebral wrestler. He's a he's a great talker. He's a great thinker. And um, if you haven't paid attention to myself and Mox Boogie's tag team name, Dungeons and Dragons, I'm a bit of a dork. So I'll give you an analogy here. In Dungeons and Dragons, there's this fearsome beast known as the Tarrasque. And it can destroy hundreds of people at a time. And the one key weapon that is generally used to defeat a very strong monster in Dungeons and Dragons is magic. It's the the thinking man's strategy, you know, a smarter enemy takes them out. But the Tarrasque is a special kind of monster, you see, because it doesn't talk, it doesn't think. It's very much like Uncle Frank. Blank expression, goes into battle, kills, and that's all it does. And there's there's something in that stat sheet of the Tarrasque that says it is actually so stupid that magic cannot affect it. Literally, it cannot be affected by magic because it is so stupid. And I wonder if this actually applies a little bit to a Great Red Dragon versus Uncle Frank situation. Not to call Uncle Frank stupid, but he's not a thinking wrestler. He's very much... I mean, you kind of just did. Not, he, he doesn't go into the match using his brain. He goes in using his instincts. And that's that's the point I'm trying to illustrate. He's he's a very strong competitor, and he only has one direction, and that's forward. He's always on the gas pedal, and he's always destroying, and that's the only thing on his mind. He's not thinking strategy. He's not thinking, what's my next move? He's probably not thinking about the Hall of Fame or what it means to be the world champion. He's thinking, my opponent has to be destroyed. So I wonder if the magic of the Great Red Dragon's voice is going to have any effect on Uncle Frank at all. True enough. True enough. It's it's definitely hard to <clears throat> say Uncle Frank could be distracted by anything. When when once that bell rings, uh, he goes basically into instinct mode and just goes after. So yeah, you're right. It, it's going to be it's difficult to say that he would be distracted or have anything else on his mind when he takes on the Great Red Dragon, defending that World Heavyweight Championship for the first time. With that being said. Uh, Uncle Frank going into the Hall of Fame. I'm assuming Killer Killer Neptune, his quote unquote representative or speaker, will be inducting him into the RAWF Hall of Fame. Uh, that is my understanding. Yes. Okay. So, with that being said, uh, he needs to let me know uh, what, what day is preferable, whether it be Saturday or Sunday, uh, Saturday on After Hours or Sunday on the actual pay per view show that he wants to be inducted. All right. Um, I will pass that along. I'm sure that Killa will be the one that answers those questions, but I will make sure to get that information to you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness, a big night for him at Radiversary, a big night for the Opaque Brotherhood in general at Radiversary. As a a, a third of the four members, three of the four members, the third of the four members of the Opaque Brotherhood getting inducted, Uncle Frank into the R.A.W. Hall of Fame. 
All right. With that being said, Killer Neptune also challenging Pennywise for the national champion Paragon. Uh, I mentioned earlier that this could be possibly the first step in an OPIG Brotherhood uh, Terror Inc. rivalry. Uh, this match, how how important is this match to Killer Neptune? Not just because it's a national title, but because there's a member of Terror Inc. holding that title. Well, I, I think that this match is important for one key reason as far as the story of the Opaque Brotherhood and Terror Inc. goes. You know, I don't want to give them too much press. As I said last week, you know, I put them on the map. I created this monster because I wouldn't stop talking about them. You guys are welcome, but I'm going to keep it minimal now. Uh, the key reason is Pennywise, who's fairly, barely terroring. He's one of these bandwagon jumpers that came in after the fact, but he's somebody who has had an issue with the Opaque Brotherhood prior to the terroring situation. And what I've said numerous times and has continued to hold true is that terroring, they came in with this head of steam, this, this fire, they came for the top, they tried to go for the throne, and they were slapped down hard. They were embarrassed, they looked stupid, they looked weak, they did not succeed at all. And as a result, they kind of drifted away a little bit. You know, they're, they're not focused, they've, they've gone to this focus on RAWF as a whole type of deal. They're, they're attacking everyone. I saw uh, Mark Caliber got beat down this week. I really sincerely hope that he's all right. They've been They've been attacking everybody. They've been lashing out because it's the last act of a desperate team. If they are to beat Killin' Neptune at this pay-per-view, that gives them fuel, that adds fuel to this fire and allows them to continue doing the kind of things that they do, to continue pretending like they're more than what they are. If they lose decisively once again, where else is there to go? I mean, can can they really try to start any kind of issues with the Opaque Brotherhood? Can they try to claim any kind of superiority? This will be, what, the fourth, fifth, sixth time that they've decisively been rejected when given an opportunity? I, it's, it's pretty much the end of the story for them with the Opaque Brotherhood if Killin Neptune is able to defeat Pennywise, and that's why it's an important matchup. Well, I tell you what. I actually think that this could be a, a very historic rivalry at RAWF, the Opaque Brotherhood versus Terror Inc. So what I'm going to do for Radiversary is sign another match. That being the man who seems to be in charge of Terror Inc., that being the Teflon Sheik taking on Knox Boogie at Radiversary. Well, that's a very interesting match. You know, um, we'll we'll see how it goes. Knox Boogie clearly uh, has been a bit off kilter since his world title loss several months ago. Now, uh, it should be an interesting way to see who can get back on their feet because Teflon Sheik, also uh, somebody who, despite being mostly talk, has been able to um, secure a lot of these high ranking spots and has been winning a lot of matches that. He probably shouldn't because there is a whole there's there's this mystique about them. They feel better than they are, and as a result, people are afraid, and they're not doing as well as they should. But Teflon Sheik is starting to stumble this month. He's not been doing anywhere near the kind of numbers that he was doing before. He's lost at least twice already in this rankings period. If he goes up against Knox Boogie and is defeated, 
this is going to be bad news for sheep. This is going to be the first time that this um, this guy this guy that's got all of this momentum is going to be slapped with a real case of reality. You know, he's going to have to fall back to the ground and realize, okay, maybe I'm not going to be able to have this mystique for very long. I'm not going to be able to walk through things anymore because suddenly people are going to see him for what he is, and that is just a guy. All right. Well, Paragon, thank you for your time tonight. We've got got to move on, unfortunately. Uh, but good luck to you at Radiversary and the rest of the Opaque Brotherhood as well. All right, bringing on now a uh, member of Anarchy, the, I should say, uh, the first lady of Anarchy, the Cougar, bringing her back on. Cougs, you there? I am here. Barely awake, uh, but I am here. All right. Well, first of all, I was told that you <laughs> would be, be making a statement uh, for Bubs tonight because she is unable to uh, make it on air. A statement about her match with Cassie Joe at Radiversary. Uh, do you have Do you have said statement to make for again for that match? Uh, just that we are surprised that she has dropped herself to the level of joining the Toddlers Club. Other than that, she's going to wipe the floor with her and teach her to uh, respect the true. Hall of Famers, such as herself and Paragon and the likes, not the self-proclaimed Hall of Famers. All right. and that's all I have as far as I know for Cassie Joe. All right. Very fair. Very fair. So, Coogs, um I mean, I don't even know where to, where you want to go. What do you, who do you want for Radiversary? Uh, I mean, pick an opponent. I would certainly sign whatever match you want. Well, I right now I'm not wrapping my head around that. I'm I'm working on a speech actually. Mm. I have accepted the challenge that was placed a month ago uh, by the little toddler group, and they have given us the three that we will be going against. And because my pool just keeps getting bigger and bigger of anarchists and such that want to go and play, I'm going to wait to let them know who they get to face. Ah, and this is I'm a sure six-man tag. Quite surprised though. This is going to be a six-man tag match at Red Yes, it is a six-man right? tag. All right, so yes. I will just write down anarchy versus terror ink. Well, they chose. They chose the Agent of Hate, Damia, Damia, Dima Dance, whatever her name is, and Fight Puppy Beta. All right. And so you're going to wait and let them know who those three, who the three members of Anarchy will be uh, next week? Is that when you said you were going to? going to give them another week to think well, about no, it? I didn't state when, but. Oh, okay. I have so many to choose from. Hmm. The, All the right. The family is waking up and ready to fight. Hmm. All right. You know we're larger than we actually are. Only some of us are boisterous. 
All right. Well, I know one of them. The uh, I, I, dog. <laughs> I, I do know one of the members of Anarchy that's chomping at the bit to take on Terror Inc. at Radiversary. She's here. I got Excedrin ready because I need it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Gentlemen, Evil Angel Paige joining us now. Paige. Hi, LA. Hi. (laughs) First of all, love your new love your new theme entrance there. That was very that was very nice. Uh, I love it. So let's talk about let's talk about you wanting to get your hands on Terror Inc. At Radiversary, I, I'm assuming you're going to be one of the three people, but I could be wrong because apparently Coogs has got a bigger pool to draw from than I even realized. So, uh, is that? Is I'll that something? never tell. You're no fun. Oh come on, LA. Because you know the only reason. They win is because, yeah, you know, it doesn't even matter. I'm done talking. Come Radiversary, they're going to learn. Don't fuck with anarchy. Don't fuck with family. And yes, like Cook said, there's a bigger pull. <laughs> we we don't all gotta talk. There's only three of us that really need to. The rest of them, y'all might just want to back off and watch it. But hmm. enough with toddler ink. I don't care. I wasted enough breath on them. I'm done. I'm just really? gonna put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> really? I didn't even I didn't even need Excedrin for that. That's awesome. <laughs> but see, LA. Wait, I had to focus. LA's money. Well, yeah. It's not going to be my money. Of course not. Okay, I'm, I was just checking. It's it's LA's money. It's RAWF money. You know, I did swipe the credit card from Judge before he left. Come on now. You know, everyone says they swipe the damn credit card. Hobo, a few others don't think they have a credit card. I got news for y'all. I I don't have credit cards anymore. 
I ruined that a long time ago. Mm. I I ruined I ruined that a long time ago. Oh, come on, Ellie! I gotta give you a headache somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine, there you go. Ah, uh, much better. Drink, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> the official food, the official food and beverage of RAWF, Excedrin Extra Strength. No, it's Excedrin and Jack. <sighs> <I am. laughs> All right, thank you, Paige. Thank you, Coog. Ladies, good luck to you or whoever, whatever you, whoever ends up facing Terror Inc. in that six man tag at Radiversity. Good luck to you. I'll never tell. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Our next caller has a big night. Has a big night tomorrow on Superstars. Just realized, found out a few moments ago, a little while ago, that he has a second chance at being in the Triple Crown Championship at Radiversary uh, due to uh, the champion leaving the company. So let's bring on the one and only. Please welcome Luigi Mario to After Hours. Good evening, Luigi. Good evening. You now have extra motivation tomorrow as you get a second opportunity to go after the Triple Crown Championship if you can defeat Hobo Ezekiel tomorrow on Superstars. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're excited and you're ready to take on Hobo tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm going to beat his ass. Okay, you're going to beat his ass. I'm I'm also assuming that, of course, the interaction that you had with Alistair Fiend and Felon Kell, the Renegades, a couple weeks ago might be extra motivation to get in that Triple Crown Championship, knowing Alistair Fiend defeated you to keep you out of the Triple Crown Championship. You have a second chance to possibly go after him uh, at Radiversary. Is Is that or is that not motivation for you? Oh, it's a motivation, yeah, but, you know. I'm not really worried about Alistair Fiend right now. I'll uh, deal with that when it comes to the pay-per-view. But right now, it's the uh, whole Ezekiel I'm worried about, and I need to beat his ass so I can get the, my first shot at that title and hopefully win it this time. Now, Hobo, of course, he, he's quite the we, – we know what he's all about, and we know he also has a, a, a huge uh, – well, odor, if you will, odor to him uh, – is that, but against you, is that an advantage? Well, it's not going to help him. I can tell you that right now. I mean, he might may stink up the arena, but when it comes to me, I'll just do all I can to just beat him up. And, you know, and if he tries to do that over uh, smell for, to his advantage, it's not going to work for, against me. All right. 
Well, Luigi, I wish you good luck. I know this is this is if you do win this match, it'll be you will be going to you'll be going after the Triple Crown Championship for the fifth time in your in your career. Uh, been un, unfortunately not been successful in those for in those first four times. Uh, looking to yeah. change that at Radiversary, are you not? Yeah, I'm trying to look. You know, that's one of the titles I haven't won yet, and I need to win it. I mean, this is like the one I've went for the most out of all my my whole career. So I'm trying to win. I want to win it. <laughs> but you know, yeah, those other four times you know, I came close, but I was unlucky. But you know what? Uh, <clears throat> hopefully, if I beat Hobo tomorrow, maybe anniversary that's uh, two in two weeks. We'll you know we will see a new dawning of a new era. Well, I wish you certainly good luck, Luigi. Uh, it's been a long time coming for you to get some gold around your waist, so I wish you good luck tomorrow against Hobo, and uh, hopefully you will see you in the Triple Crown title match at Radiversary. Good luck, sir. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. That was Luigi Mario, ladies and gentlemen. He is looking to get, to get into that Triple Crown championship, has to get past Hobo Ezekiel tomorrow in Cincinnati to do so. So, ladies and gentlemen, our next caller has not we have not heard from for quite a while. So, I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot from him uh tonight. He is the one and only Terrell the motherfucking Truth Johnson. Truth, how the hell are you tonight? I'm chilling. Can you hear me first of all? Yes, yes. Mic okay. check is good. Mic check is good. Well, I'm just making sure because, you know, a whole lot of people that have been coming on air tonight sound like they've been either in the phone booth or the bathroom, their parents' basement. I don't know. I just want to make sure the acoustics are good. So you can hear me. Great. Oh, Absolutely. What the fuck's been going on, man? <laughs> okay, so first um, we had uh, we had some pay-per-views that you kind of missed, and then we had a whole lot of shows like all kind of all over the country, and then you know we had some people come, we had some people go, and some belts changed hands, you know. But you can watch all of that on the RAWF Network, you know, just nine ninety nine each month. It's fine. It's good. It's good. You should invest. But uh, other than that, you know, not much. That's pretty much well, it in a nutshell. Damn, uh, LA! I didn't know you could throw your voice like that. That was pretty cool. Well, you know, <laughs> and, and an accent. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was, of course, El Vacant uh, explaining things to you. Yeah, there, but... I, I knew who it was. I just like Mexican with him. <laughs> Mexican, Mexican with him. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, I just like messing with him because I know he can't really understand me. So. So, truth, what the hell? What the hell's on your mind, my brother? What what what, what have you been up to, and and what? Why have you graced us with your presence this evening? You, you know what? Because I was calling in, 
to uh, demand a, a, a title shot. <laughs> yep, that's what I was doing. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you got to hear me out. I figured that if, you know, a known criminal could be president, then I could get a title shot without wrestling. See? See how that works? Yeah, see, we're... This isn't a democracy here at <laughs> R.A.W.S., so we can't... I'm just yeah. with you. I'm not going to talk shit about the president of <laughs> R.A.W.S. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole, bro. I'm not going to do that to you tonight. Oh, uh, so... No, that means... I've been listening to these jokers on the radio tonight, and first of all, damn, uh, Paragon is long-winded. Shit, I thought I was bad. That man can talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yes, he can. He, and he actually said some shit. That's what tripped me out. I was like, okay, he's going to start boring me any second now. And he actually said some some shit. He was explaining stuff and, you know, very articulate and doesn't sound very much like a wrestler. Sounds like he has all his teeth. But, you know, it. Uh, he was he was actually entertaining. Now, the rest of them, not so sure about but Paragon was actually entertaining. Well, what about your your good your longtime good friend, uh, the Great Red Dragon? I mean, I'm sure you heard him. Heard of him? One one does not judge the Great Red Dragon. You don't do that. You, you, no, I heard him. You know, um, I had to turn the volume way down because if you listen to him, you know, too high, you know, you'll rupture your eardrums because one should not hear the voice of God at full volume. You need to turn it down. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> oh, well then. All righty. Can, can you explain to me what the hell a murder, uh, uh, a terror ink is, though? I keep hearing that. What is that? Terror ink? It is. Mm-hmm. The new, I guess you could call it the newest flavor of the month in RAWF. It's a group of, of about nine people now uh, that you know, are trying to make a name for themselves in R.A.W.F. Oh, okay. So, so like a collective thing. Gotcha. Okay, not a problem. Yep, it's a, yep pretty much. Pretty much, you know. <laughs> but, right. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, anything else you'd like to know, Truth? I mean, this since this is the update to Rolling Truth Johnson on what's been going on segment. I haven't been on in a while, so I'm not really going to rant on these people. They're trying their best. You know, they seem to be wrestling very well. Their their actual promo skills, not so much. But, you know, I'm not going to go off on them tonight. Unless something comes to my head when you do the uh, final words thing. All right. But, well, but I'll be sitting be here up. listening. Now, please don't mute me. I will be listening, and I would like to cut someone off. So okay, go ahead and bring someone on so I can cut them off. <laughs> Unfortunately, truth. Uh, no offense. You, 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 you were my last caller, at least unless someone calls in here last minute. But uh, yeah, you, I uh-huh. mean, yeah, damn. I mean, I know, right? It's, it's. It, I'll take the I, bullet. Okay, so truth. You know, we've been talking on and on, and you know, we haven't seen you in a while. And you, know, you okay. come in, and you know, last I heard, what? You're supposed to cut me off. I'm trying to give you something here. Come on, go. Build the wall. Build the. Oh, I'm sorry. oh, now see, now oh. see how to go. 
my, I was talking about the people outside. They're, like, they're, they're working on my shit right now, and they're moving too slow. Chill, <laughs> 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 LA's like, I am losing listeners. No, 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 no. Oh, shit, what Bro. was that? Bro. That, who's that? It, that, it, that? It, it, it's always your favorite evil angel. Oh, <laughs> shit. Which rock did you come from under? Where you been? Oh, as a matter of fact, where I've, you've been here, I haven't, I haven't been here, so I'll take that back. I'm being nice tonight. <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 that's not true. I mean, no, I get it, but, you know, it's no fun if we're playing with a bunch of... See, you're about to get me started. Don't do that. I told, I told L.A. I no, wouldn't do no. this, so I'm not going to do it. Terrell, I got, I got no problem. It's not, it's not charity. It's toddler incorporated. L.A. is now running a daycare. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you said he's running a daycare? Yes. With the likes of right. this, this, this is what I'm gonna do. Ellie. Just for you yes, because I love you so much. This is what I'm gonna do. Okay. I only because you know, true time is limited, you know, advising the president and uh Al Sharpton and people like that. So I've been very busy. But I have just enough time to wrestle in one company and one company only. So if you could activate me for the millionth time, <laughs> maybe I can get a few ranking points and get a sniff at a contender. What do you think? If you're, if you're, I can activate you. That's not a problem, Truth. Uh, so you're not okay. All right, I got no problem doing that. I, I shall put. You will get your first match back tomorrow on Superstars. I can't tell you who because it'll be random draw, but. If you want to be put well, back on the active... Can't you give me somebody from uh, Toddlers Incorporated? I was wondering, you know. Can't you do that for me? See, this is why LA doesn't like me and Truth on the radio together. I don't know. If you're going to activate I might as well start talking some shit. So you can hook me up with somebody from Toddlers Incorporated. Is that what you want? All right. I can wait, do is, that. Wait, is that name already taken? Did somebody already say that? No? Okay. No, it's fine. If that's what you want, Truth. <laughs> if that's what and you yes, want tomorrow. Anarchy has been calling them Toddler Inc. Oh, well, see, there you go. That's what I want. Give me somebody from Toddler Inc. Give me their, I don't <laughs> want their boss because I'm pretty sure with a name like Toddler Inc. is probably a female. And I don't, you know, it's the Me Too movement and shit. I don't want to hey. get a boss. Back. <laughs> All right, Truth. Tomorrow on Superstars, your first match back in a while, you will take on Claymore. Uh, who? Claymore. <laughs> exactly. Who? Um, I believe it's like actually a, a, it's like a weapon, like, yeah, like, or a Claymore. Yeah, oh, it could that be little a, piece of shit weapon they give you in your rucksack, right? That don't really work. It has the ball bearings in them that you might blow your own your own face off with. That thing. Sure, we'll go with that. Cool, <laughs> cool. Uh, that 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 that'll work, I guess. Claymore. Really? All right, Claymore. Hey, Ellen, I think you might want to double the Excedrin tonight. I mean, why not like H bomb or you know, 
you know, weapon of mass destruction. A fucking claymore? Really? I mean, he might mean the sword. He could be, like, Scottish. That's, like, 15 feet of damage. <laughs> Come on, now. All right. Uh. <laughs> LA's like, why the fuck did I bring these motherfuckers on? Hey. You said we were the, I was last, so you ain't got to though. All right. I got <laughs> You have been put in division, the truth. You will be you have your first match back tomorrow on Superstars against Claymore. And As I am you... gonna be there. Claymore. <laughs> I could just have so much I don't even know if I could yeah, I'll I'll talk a lot of shit tomorrow. It'll it'll be fine. There's so many things I can do with that name. <sighs> you actually, you actually saw the application, and the dude's name was Claymore. You know, you people. You... <laughs> what um, happened to the shifty clowns and the great red dragons and the, you know, judgment? Now we got fucking Claymore. And you, El vacant. <laughs> I, I'm not touching this. Uh, no, I was just saying, if this shit keeps up, I may consider sitting in your lap. I'm just saying. Okay, big boy, hold on here. Let me get comfy. No, I was kidding. That was just, I was, I, that was trying to be, uh, it was, that was for in humor only. Uh, I, 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 uh, if only we get Draven to so come on air, that would done, really. When I get done fighting oh, Claymore, then you, you know what? Land Don't even. And Let's I'll not even talk. <laughs> Let's not even talk about Draven, all right? He's he, he, first of all, first of all, I've had to hide all the pudding because he insi- because he's been trying to find. I would refuse to give him pudding, but I mean, I had to put him. I had to get him committed again for like the umpteenth time. I keep letting him out. I know. Quit it, okay? No. He needs to stay in. Draven needs to stay in there for a, a while. No. Oh. Right. Hey, hold on. I, I got I to gotta mute myself because uh, Mike Pence is calling me. He got a hall pass, and I need to hook him up, okay? So y'all just relax for a minute. No, you do that, Truth. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time where we do where we do promotions. Uh, so let's start. I will start with the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, do you have anything to promote tonight? Um, This, the... You know, the Ultimate Gauntlet sign up. Apparently, uh, this new chat, you can't post links, but it's on the homepage for REWF. You can find it very easily. Uh, sign up. I, I'd like to have even more people in the Ultimate Gauntlet this season. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Coogs, do you have anything to promote tonight? Nope. I'm sorry. Who are you talking to? Coogs. The Cougar. She said no. All right. Oh. Luigi, do you have anything to promote tonight? Only uh, the tired to Hobo because he drew the wrong opponent tomorrow. All right. Paige, what would you like to promote tonight? Come take your meds. Come get a straight jacket. Let's go to the padded room and play. Join Wicked Asylum. Wicked Asylum. All right. 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Wicked Asylum now open under the direction of Evil Angel Page. Join it, but be aware. You'll need Excedrin. All right. I'm no, they'll turn. just either doors, Dean. I now, I now turn to Terrell, the motherfucking Truth Johnson. <laughs> Go ahead, Truth. Um, I'm just saying, you had like four people on the line with me, and none of them like stepped up to defend Claymore's name, which lets me know that you just gave me an offer in the fight. I understand it though. I haven't been here for a while. Not a problem. I like to promote me whooping his ass and then progressing and then whooping more ass. And then, you know what, I might even I might even throw in a, a, a blue mask or two. You never know what I might do. Oh. Uh, Terrell, just, be, just, just watch it because Tyler Inc. will come to ringside and try to jump in. Hey, anybody can drop in. I don't roll by my damn self. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never hard. <laughs> All right. Myself. L vacant, sir. Anything to promote tonight? Uh, see. Um, so we've had a small incident with some of the taco trucks. If you have been uh, using any of the uh, the hobo hot sauce, um, you should probably contact us at one eight hundred. I've been poisoned. Um, and you know we will tell you what uh, what you have to do. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. I now turn right. to the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. And two weeks, it'll be yours truly and Uncle Frank in the main event of the century. Wait, I didn't do that one. Oh, well. At Radiversary in Cleveland, Ohio, celebrating six years of the RAWF. Wait for the reverb. And... <laughs> Who's that go? Who's that go? What's that? Hello? Oh, thank you. Yeah, and and Uncle Frank and I in the main event of Radiversary, and since it will be in my backyard, how you doing? I'm going to make it buy one, get one free midnight hobo to the first 10,000 people that show up, and free midnight hobo flavored popcorn, cotton candy for all the young kids. It'll be non-alcoholic. And there'll be no radio radiation side effects unless you sign a waiver, and of course you'll get the full dosage. Alrighty, thank you, Dragon. And last but not least, the Immortal Griffin. Do you find yourself with your career lagging? You don't have enough spotlights. You can't seem to get yourself in anything above the the opening dark matches for a show. Well. We have a cure for you here at the R.A.W.F. You, too, can join Terror, Inc., like every other no-name slob that's walked through these doors. We don't care if you know how to wrestle. We don't care if you know how to use a mic. All we care about is that you're a number to add to the mobs to come to ringside. That's right. Terror, Inc., when talent doesn't matter. All right, ladies and gentlemen. 
I want to remind you, two weeks from tomorrow night, it is R.A.W. for anniversary, our six-year anniversary. R.A.W. has been open six years. Good Lord. Wow. Uh, incredible. We'll be in, inducting, of course, five new people into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. And, of course, all the big matches we've talked about tonight and much, much more. We'll have more for you next week right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Saturday night. More on Radiversary, more updates, more rankings, more of all these people that have been giving me a migraine tonight. Thanks, folks. This You're is... We're going to call it an early night tonight. This has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Sayonara.